0: Holly G. with the Golf Insiders. My guest today is somebody we haven't caught up with in a while because he's got a big-time new gig as the managing editor of the LPGA Tour. Steve Eubanks, so good to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me, Holly. It's great to be back with you. Well, I know you've been quarantined like everybody else on the planet, but you said you've been super busy, and I know um, there's some big announcement today coming out of the LPGA.
1: Yeah, there is. We've uh, we've announced uh, another schedule uh, revision, and uh, quite frankly, we think that uh, that we're in pretty good shape right now. Obviously, things are still up in the air in terms of the uh, where. <laughs> Who, what's going to dictate the schedule? And as, as Mike Juan is consistently saying, I mean, they, they're at the mercy of a disease. And it kind of works on its own schedule. But uh, we, we're starting in, uh, in mid-July at, uh, at, at Dow uh, and then uh, moving from there uh, in, almost directly into some major championships. And uh, we're going to get all five majors in and play right up until the week before Christmas. So, uh, with the exception of taking off Masters weekend and uh, Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to be playing a lot of golf between mid-July and uh, and the end of the year. Hopefully, and I say that uh, with the caveat that you know, obviously uh, the spread of a pandemic is, uh, a- as we have learned, can change things in a moment. So uh, we have a number of scenarios in place uh, if if, uh, if things go you know the wrong way. But we also believe that. Uh, There's a really good chance we're going to play a lot of golf in 2020.
0: The PGA of America also announced today that the KPMG Women's PGA Championship at Aronimink, that great golf course uh, in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, that was originally scheduled for June has now been moved to October.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun. I mean, I don't know if you've ever played golf in the Philadelphia area in uh, in, in the fall, but it doesn't get much prettier up there. Uh, the, the leaves changing, just slight like crisp, uh, you know, sweater weather. It's uh, it's really going to be perfect. The only downside to that, Holly, is going to be daylight. Uh, it won't the the field won't be quite as big uh, as it might otherwise have been. Uh, because we're going to be, you know, we're going to be pressed for getting in the, uh, getting in enough rounds for the sunlight. But we're going to be pushing it. We're going to try to get as many players out on these golf courses as we can, and and keep hustling people around to try to uh, try to have uh, large, full fields of events uh, where we can, when we can.
0: Uh, there's a new tournament that's going to take place in Florida, the Dex Imaging in Bel Air. Tell me about that.
1: Uh, Yeah, we've got, there's actually, we've got, you know, in addition to having what the the tournament that we have recently played uh, before, before things shut down, down in Boca, we've got this one that, uh, that is going to be taking place near near Tampa. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to this. It's, uh, it's a, it's another good first season event that, um, you know, we, we had originally planned on playing it early in the year. Uh, just before we we took off to the west coast obviously everything got changed and so now we're um you know we're we're hoping to get this thing in in the fall and once again I think Tampa's going to be a wonderful place uh, for people to come visit and watch some golf during uh during that time of year it's a beautiful time of year to be there
0: yeah it's exciting that there's a well there was the the creation of a Florida swing here again uh, because I remember back in my day when you know we had uh, tournaments in Fort Lauderdale and uh, on the West Coast and here in Orlando. So it's great to it's great to see women's golf coming back. A plethora of LPGA tournaments in Florida.
1: It really is, and I mean, you, you just look down the list. I mean, we're, we're talking about having you know starting in in Michigan, going to Ohio. Uh, and then in New Jersey, you know, just back to back to back weeks, and that and that you know will be a very good July. That's a good July swing, assuming we can get it all in. Uh, then it's over to Evian to the uh, the first major of the year, and uh, Scotland, the uh, the Women's British. You know, obviously, again, this is all contingent upon travel restrictions being lifted and on the virus doing what viruses have done uh, everywhere throughout. Human history, which is you know, peak and peter out after a period of time. Uh, but assuming all of that happens, uh, we're very excited about the schedule, and not only that, we're we're excited about the amount of money that everyone's playing for now. These, um, uh, obviously, in, in the grand total, it's not as much, but uh, but each individual event uh, now is averaging about 2.7 million in total prize money, which is uh, which is the most it's ever been.
0: Yeah, I'm looking through the schedule right now and it's pretty impressive. The US Women's Open, which will be played in Houston, is now uh, the middle of December. So that means the CME uh, Tour Championship, the LPGA's version of the FedEx uh, Cup Championship will be right before Christmas in Naples. So, no, you know, how wait fun before is that?
1: Christmas, that's right. And if you look at that, I mean, it, somebody could possibly walk away with an awfully nice Christmas present because you've got 10.5 million in prize money up for grabs in just those two events: uh, the U.S. Women's Open at 5.5 and the CME Group Tour Championship at 5 million. Uh, now, obviously, the U.S. Women's Open is is going to be a little bit different than year this year, and that it's going to be played over two golf courses, both both courses at Champions, and and it's just a terrific venue in which to do that because those are both terrific golf courses. I think uh, anyone who has never been to Houston and seen champions uh, they're in for a treat. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Well Mike Juan has certainly uh, just done a remarkable job in his 10 years at the LPGA. Uh, You know what do you think's been the key to his leadership and uh, as we were discussing uh, coming on the program here um, just the you know the financial you know boom as well as uh, you know these these purses that you were mentioning uh, all to his credit
1: yeah you know the one thing that he wanted to do from the from the get-go was was not walk in and and, and dictate to anyone what uh, you know what they needed to do to to, uh, to sponsor an LPGA event he wanted to create partnerships He didn't want to have contractual sponsorships. He wanted someone to be a long-term partner with with the tour. And as part of doing that, he asked the very simple question, what do you need from us? And then he provided that. And it is amazing when you you start asking a a check writer, what can we do for you? Um, it, how much that means to them, and how, what kind of loyalty that sort of builds, and it is that kind of building of loyalty and building of the brand uh, that has that has made Mike different, not just in golf but in all the sports.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I noticed too, there are going to be some new entries into the Hall of Fame, correct?
1: Uh, yes, there are. It's 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 uh, it's, it's good that you would uh, that you bring that up. We've got. I don't know if you, anybody. I don't know if anybody knows Marion Hollins, but um, Marion was uh, one of the great amateur players in the early part of the uh, uh, early part of the twentieth century. Uh, she didn't, you know, she didn't play the LPGA tour because it didn't exist yet. I mean, she played thirty years before before its creation. Um, but she was uh, she she won the U.S. Women's Amateur and uh, really was as influential as anyone in the game. In that she um, she. Built Cypress Point, she built Pasatiempo, She was the person responsible for bringing Alistair McKenzie over as an arch- as a golf course architect to the United States. Wow. Uh, her McKenzie's work at Cypress is what led to the creation of Augusta National. So, if there is if if there is a woman uh, who has who has been really influential in the landscape of golf in America, it's Marian Hollins. And in fact, McKenzie sent. Marion Hollins to Augusta to do a site visit for him because he couldn't make the trip. Clifford Roberts at the time was very upset about it and said, "Why in the world have you sent this woman to uh, to look at it?" And Alistair uh, responded back, "She knows as much about golf as anyone." So
0: well, that is fascinating, um, and sounds like it could be a, a good book for you to write.
1: It would be terrific. Uh, Susie Burning also got in. Uh, Susie being a uh, one of the she's founders. One of the, the, yeah, she's one of the three-time uh, three U.S. Women's Open winner, or one of the few that's ever done that, and uh, she's one of only a handful of women to win back-to-back back U.S. Women's Opens and to win a major championship after giving birth.
0: Wow, that's fantastic, and uh, back then, that was an easy to- wasn't an easy time to juggle all of that. It um, was
1: not at all, no.
0: I want to ask you a question, switch gears, just for a minute, because you live in Atlanta, you know, Georgia, Georgia guy. Your thoughts on the Masters and what we can expect with the you know the tournament now in November? What's what's the, it, what's the weather like in Augusta National in November?
1: It's, it's going to well. It, it November is going to be very much like April. I mean, you're going to have some cold snaps. Um, you're going to have a possibility of rain, um, and and you're going to have some beautiful, sunny, gorgeous, you know, sunshiny days. Um, the the only thing you're going to have that's different is uh, you're not going to have the the flowering dogwoods and the azaleas will not be in bloom and, and all of the things that we have uh, come to expect from Augusta National. You won't have any of that, but I can assure you that the, uh, the folks that run that place are going to have it looking just as pristine as ever and are probably going to have some surprises in store for us in terms of um, how the place looks and feels.
0: I'm wondering, too, how this... To, you know, perhaps, um, uh, you know, we'll sh- just shift the, um, uh, karma, the feeling of, I thinking of, you know, Rory, obviously trying to, you know, break through and, and win after, you know, that, uh, horrendous meltdown on number 10. If, you know, if this new date and sort of a new feeling about the tournament, um, you know, creates new opportunities, what do you think?
1: Well, you know, I've always thought that players had a certain rhythm uh, in which, the, I don't know if it's bio-rhythm or whatever, but there's a certain time of year when people play well. I agree. Rory McIlroy plays awfully well in the fall. Um, if you look at his record uh, kind of September on, uh, it's pretty darn good. And uh, he would be someone that if you if you look at, uh, if you think time of year matters, I, I like him in November.
0: I do, too. Uh, So I know you've got uh, some replays of some of the LPGA tournaments happening right now on Golf Channel. And um, what else can our listeners, um, you know, go uh, seek out for uh, following their favorite players right now? You know,
1: please go to lpga.com because our players are really driving content right now. I mean, a lot of them are bored, and so they're they're doing Instagram takeovers for us, and they're they're showing up on on all of our social media feeds. And we're putting as and, and you you see and hear them uh, on platforms all across the world right now. So we're trying to put as much of that stuff and and coalesce it and uh, all it in one spot. So if you go to lpga.com, you'll be able to at least find out where they are and what's coming, Um, you know, I I think you can go on to to, uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and find various players and see just some incredibly creative things that they're doing right now.
0: And it's worth your time. Absolutely. Well, we all have some time to take in a lot of content, right, Steve? And we've certainly seen a lot of creativity on behalf of the players. And uh, that's just good for all of us golf fans.
1: It is
0: indeed. Always a pleasure to spend time with you. Steve Eubanks, Managing Director. He does it all in terms of content. Go to LPGA.com and check out your favorite players. Thanks so much.